human mind steps aside, giving way to new realms and reality alternatives. Welcome to the Alt Series. Welcome. We are here for the Shout number one of the Alt Series, as you just heard. Very excited about this new series. A lot was alluded to by Adamus. We're going to be interested to see where this goes. But right now, Jeffrey is here, and he is diving into those energies, getting ready for this channel. So with that, let's go ahead and add our energies and take that good deep breath, that good deep breath of life. Breathe deeply, no matter where you are, or what you're doing, just take a moment and take that deep conscious breath. Breathe it in, feel the energies flow. Breathe it from the heart of you. Breathing in and breathing out at a deep, deep, place just for you. Breathe with all that you are. Again, really feeling, opening to the energies of Adamus, opening to this now moment. Breathe with presence. Breathe with presence. I am that I am. Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Ah, I always have to stop for a moment here when I'm, I'm in Kona at the Chambra Pavilion, uh, just to smell the air, uh, just to feel the energy so different than, than anywhere else, uh, even, even different than uh, the studio in Colorado. Uh, there's like a thickness, a sweetness, a beauty in the air here. So I take a moment, uh, I excuse myself for having to take this moment just to feel a bit. I am Adamus, of course, and we are now entering into the Alt series. And back when I started working with Chambro, I took a look at the trajectory of where things were going, where Chambro was at at the time, where we would be going. And I knew that a big part of the work that I had to do with you is is to get you out of prison, uh, get you out of the zoo, uh, help get you to realize that uh, you're, you're not trapped in this reality, uh, help get you to your realization. We've done that, um, surprisingly, at times, surprisingly, we've done that. But uh, we've done more than just getting you to your realization. Even if you haven't realized it yet, you'll realize that you're realized. It's, it's kind of one of those things, you know. It's uh, you just wake up and realize I am uh, I, I am you don't you don't work at it anymore. Some of you still doubt it and you play that game, but you suddenly realize I am realized, and then you realize realization isn't what you thought it would be. It's something totally different, where you're in acceptance of all that you are. No shame, no guilt, no remorse. You are in acceptance. Uh, that's realization. It doesn't suddenly mean you're magical, but you realize there's that potential for magical. It doesn't suddenly mean your, your body is, uh, is healed and there's no aches or pains. Actually, probably more aches and pains because you realize that you're in this physical body. 
and that it's uh, it's well, it's sensitive. It breaks down. It diseases. It dies and does all these things. But then you realize that yeah, you already died anyway. I mean, you have died in past lives, and in a sense, you have already died in this lifetime. No sense in worrying about it anymore. Now you don't have that fear. You go beyond it, and now you're free. Uh, and speaking of freedom, getting you out of the zoo into your realization was truly my my goal, my passion. But then there was always that knowingness. We could go the next step where you could go back into the zoo, but no longer as a caged animal or a human, no longer trapped there, but you could go back there at will and desire. You could be in the alt. You could be in the zoo and out of the zoo at the same time, or singularly in the zoo or singularly out of the zoo. But you realize suddenly that you're no longer trapped. You can, you can go into any prison. You can go into your crystal prison. You can go into anything, and you're no longer trapped. You are free. That's the beauty, and that's why we're in the alt sessions here. Alt meaning alternative. Alternative meaning that there's no longer just one way. There's no longer just one reality. And as wonderful as that sounds, uh, there's some um, a few cautions along the way, and there's a few things that uh, that happen as you go into true alt that uh, it will throw you off balance for a little while. But then you realize one very important thing that that you always have balance. You don't need to work at it. You don't need to go through your mind to retain your balance. Balance. You just take a deep breath. And you naturally come back into balance, even when dealing with alt, a, ver- a variety of different realities. In alt, you begin to realize also how truly trapped you were, how uncreative it was just being in this singular 3D reality. And granted, uh, in night, in your dream state, you do go out to the other realms, but then you forget about it when you land back in your physical body that's sleeping in bed. Unless, of course, you heed Merlin's advice given at the recent Dream of the Merlin event, where you go out one door into your dream or imagination state, and then you come back in through the other. Then you start remembering. It's very simple. You don't really need to work at it. You just have to remind yourself when you go to bed at night, go out the left door, come back in the right door. That way you complete the circle, the loop, and you start remembering what you're doing at night. The mind is going to have a difficult time putting it into its codes and symbols and languages, but you'll know it's there, and pretty soon it becomes just part of your natural being, knowing where you were, what you were doing, and the mind will catch up. Alt, alt, alternative. Also dealing with what uh, Tesla talked about in Dream of the Merlin. He talked about alternating current uh, in terms of electricity, of course, uh, and the work that he did, and the direct current uh, that at the time Edison was working on. And he said, life should truly be like an alternating current. You're going back and forth between the realities, no longer just uh, on one path, no longer like a direct current. Direct current, uh, as he stated, 
was like you're here on earth on this on this path and you probably don't realize it but in another realm you're also on a path and they're running parallel but you're generally not aware of it you're not aware of the the other realm going into the other dimensions you you have to have that uh, even right now sitting here watching uh, gathering together like this you're both here and you're in what i've called the un the other reality, the unphysical, non-physical realms. Uh, it has to be. So the alt is also as an alternating current, going back and forth and feeling into uh, the fact that you're not just here. Now, please understand that sometimes you're like, well, I don't, I'm not getting it. It's, uh, I don't feel like I'm, I'm in another reality as well. It's because you still insist or have it try to go through the mind for interpretation. The mind is very qualia-based. It has to associate with something that it's done before. The mind is rather literal, and we'll get more into that today. It, it doesn't understand these other realms. It had to cut itself off from the other realms to experience what it was like to be just in this realm. So it blocked that. Uh, it's opening now. But it's going to take a, a little bit of patience for you to begin to go back to working with a kind of a natural intuitive knowingness that goes beyond the definitions of the mind. The mind, again, wants to put everything into into definition, into, into detail. And by the way, um, I, I have to comment, uh, love the pearl. Uh, Tesla may not like it, but I love the pearl. Uh, it's quite beautiful. Yes. Very Jeffrey has great taste and he's so wonderful. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a beautiful symbol, of course, of the, the whole Tesla talk at the Dream of the Merlin right. where he, he, he didn't like pearls uh, because he could feel the resistance uh, that, that created the pearl in the first place, uh, the resistance, the, the uh, friction, and, and everything else taking place. But in the end, it becomes a very beautiful piece and oh, yeah. quite expensive, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So the mind still isn't familiar with how to interpret it. That's okay. It, it works out. The mind backs away. You begin to reopen your intuitive uh, understandings where you don't need the words, you don't need the qualia, you don't need to associate it with something uh, that the mind would recognize. And pretty soon the mind does kind of catch up, never takes over, but it, it goes into a cooperative mode with your, with your NOST. That's what the ALT series is about. We're going to be talking about and going into alternatives, uh, and there are so many. Uh, just a, as a precaution, uh, going into the alt, as exciting as it sounds, is also a little discombobulating. Mm -hmm. it, it, it can throw you off and, and never ever get filled with anxiety or worry about it. Just take a deep breath and not trying to pull yourself back into this realm, but take a deep breath realizing you're just going back to your natural state of being. This, the, the body-mind thing, is not a natural state. It took a lot of work to get you packed in here into the body, to get you focused into the brain, to get you locked in, and to stay that way.
compared to uh, your Lemurian lifetimes, where it was very wispy, very ethereal, very airish. Uh, you had trouble sustaining yourself in biology, and, and particularly a mind. And there was desire not to go into it, to to want to go off someplace else. But but eventually, uh, through a series of incarnations, you got locked in. Now, in alt, we open those doors for both, not just one or the other, but truly being in simultaneous realities, simultaneous realms, that's where you realize how truly great you are. You know, when you're packed into this human body and the brain and, you know, the body does things you don't like it and the brain is always trying to tell you what a butthead you are, it's not a lot of fun. It's not very creative, even though you try to make it that way. Oh, people, they, they try so desperately hard to make it work in this reality. Uh, you've done that. You tried to conform. You tried to be normal, uh, especially earlier in this life as a child. You, you said, I've got to uh, conform with everything else. And, you know, you can do it for a while, but then you explode. I mean, something has to change because it's not your natural state. And it's not what we're here to do on the planet right now. We're going into alt. It's probably not lost on you, uh, dear Linda Visa, that Alt is also the actual original name for Atlantis. Alt. It wasn't called Atlantis until much later on uh, when, when there were some writings about it, but it was Alt. I can imagine that. Which is kind of, um, kind of an irony. Uh, Literally. Because in Atlantis, in right. Alt, is where the final Lockean of the body and, and the mind took place. Uh, so it was kind of unaltish, uh, if anything. But now we, we go back to alt. We also we we're not going back to our Atlantean origins, but we realize the importance of the Atlantean lifetimes, and we realize uh, what happened with the headbands. We realize how we intentionally, in a way, uh, really condensed ourselves into this realm and only this realm. So that's ALT, and that's why we're here. I'm excited about the year ahead of us in ALT. We're going to be going into deeper dives wow. with it in Kihak in, partic mm. in particular. Uh, and uh, what's eventually going to happen in this is we're going to, as gracefully as possible, we're going to open the pathways of the mind. Wow. Uh, we're going to we're going to put the mind back in its rightful place and position and allow now what you would call the divine energies to come through, uh, living and experiencing in multiple realities. A lot of questions I can already hear people saying, uh, how is that going to affect my day-to-day -day right. life? We'll get into that, but you'll notice things like, you'll be aware when uh, you're talking to somebody, as we're talking now, mm -hmm. and you're used to talking to right. them, and I see your face and your eyes and your microphone thing, mm -hmm. and, and that, but suddenly the face changes right before you, and it's a little frightening at first. Not your face, but uh, <laughs> but suddenly you're talking to somebody, and the face changes, and it might change into a, a grotesque bird-like type of creature. Why? Or it, I, I will tell you, 
uh, it, or it might change into uh, suddenly it just looks digital uh, and then it starts falling apart. Or it might look like, a, like an old man. When, wow. when you're certainly not an old man, Calder is, but you're not. So it looks like an old man, and and it'll, it might shock you uh, to suddenly see that. And you try to pull yourself back together, but don't, don't, because what you're seeing is it could be one of many things. You're seeing uh, a, a past life starting to come through, right, right, uh, and that's often what Calder sees when he's channeling, oh, right, and right, I right. have his eyes open. Right. He's seeing. He's seeing uh, the different layers uh, th- that occur. I get and it. at first it shocked him, and he thought right. uh, he was going to die and go to hell. But he realized that no, it's just natural uh, because he was seeing beyond the facade energy, uh, what's what's just sitting right there, and now seeing into the whole being. And it could be like a grotesque bird-like uh, image or shape because the the mind doesn't know how to translate something it's it doesn't have the qualia of the association and you may be seeing an aspect uh of the soul of the person's soul coming through and the bird representing freedom but the grotesqueness really of uh, the the mind is trying to compile all this the mm-hmm. grotesqueness of trying to be uh, in a physical body that's not a human body. So your mind comes up with a picture that it's this grotesque bird, but it's really, it's really not. The mind will get more and more accustomed and learn to just back away and give you more of a true energetic experience rather than trying to put things into some sort of form. That's very interesting, but Mike, can we do that and still drive a car or push yes. a shopping cart through Costco? <laughs> uh, yeah, very practical. Uh, indeed, indeed. Now, when these things happen, generally they're not going to happen when you're driving a car, but okay. it could. And suddenly the entire landscape changes. Uh, here you are driving along in a car, and suddenly it just seems to evaporate and dissolve in front of you. And suddenly it turns into just a, a beautiful uh, scene of water. I'd say just water. Uh, and suddenly you feel like you're submerged in a gentle, warm, uh, comfortable water. Now, understand in the alt, you are there, but there's still that part of you, the human driving the car, that knows, generally knows how to, uh, generally, uh, and is generally paying attention generally, uh, you, you see that's still there, and that's still going to guide you safely, even though over here you're having the experience of being immersed in water. Whoa. Yeah, or in total ether, in total uh, kind of, I don't want to say nothingness, but just in expansive space. And now you'll freak out at first and, and grab hold of the steering wheel and probably hit the brakes, and then a car hits you from behind. But, uh, but you'll learn to adjust to it and you learn oh i am equally behind the uh, driving the car behind the steering wheel and in this alt reality what's the value the value what's the value i ask no i ask no but i'm asking back to you i know the answer but i want to see if you do i don't that's why i asked the question well make something up what's the value Expanded experience. Going back to a natural state, where you're not just singular in this reality, opening yourself up to all that you are, opening yourself up to 
all of your energy flows, opening up to all of your potentials. Um, uh, you come from a creative background, and so often the creativity is overshadowed by the mind, and then the mind tries to pretend it's creative, and it's really not. It's just the mind putzing around, uh, and, and it's saying, "Oh, look how creative I am! I did a paint by numbers." That's not very creative. And the, and the mind tries to tell you that, that, it's, that it's being creative, but it's a false creativity. Uh, no, limited, thank you. Uh, I didn't want to say the word false. Caldra did. It's a limited creativity, okay. very, very limited. Okay. And suddenly now you're back into your true creative self. What value is there in that? That you're going to be a big painter or musician or what? What value is to be back in your true creative sense? I'm just, I'm a little overwhelmed just by the. F- well, you're representing the whole audience here. I'm <laughs> Shamber all around the world, so, <laughs> and maybe they're overwhelmed. You suddenly realize that life isn't just this thing of being in a physical body and getting through each and every day and trying to struggle to figure the answers and make a living and uh, just get get by. And now, for so many of you, uh, fighting the the. The, the battles with the body, the pain and the impending death and disease and COVID. Well, and should you even stay? I mean, so does, does, that con- does that make it easier to stay? Yes, it makes it easier to stay. Oh, good. Because okay. suddenly you realize yes. there's so much more. Yes. You suddenly realize, no, I'm not trapped in this, just ah, this there reality. There you go, there's yes. so much more going on. And suddenly real creativity comes in okay. from, from the divine, from mm-hmm. your soul. And real creativity is there. And you realize there are so many creative ways now to handle your body. Uh, you realize there's creative ways and fun ways to handle everything from, from abundance to uh, creativity does, doesn't have to be just painting, drawing, singing, or whatever. And you realize the depth of the true creative experience here on the planet. And, and that's when staying here becomes oh. mostly joyful, mostly. Which is a segue into what's not joyful. The news, the news is not joyful. Uh, there, there are times when I listen in on you, Shambra, and you're like, "I'm never going to look at the news again. I, I just, I can't deal with it." Uh, but the n- news is addictive, uh, and particularly conspiracy news is really addictive. So you say, "I can never look at the news again," but then you're back the next day looking at it. Uh, that's a tough one, and no matter how enlightened you are, it's still a very tough one dealing with mass consciousness, staying here on the planet. That's a, still a tough one. I mean, you look at it, and, and I ask the question to all of you, is the world a bigger mess right now than it's ever been before? Is the world a bigger mess? I feel into that for a moment, and, and some of you, I realize, don't go to the news, and you're like, oh, it doesn't matter, but is the world a bigger mess? I would say not actually. If you look at it, things like, uh, like uh, murder and uh, crimes and wars and disease, hunger, on a per capita basis, on an overall basis across the planet, there's actually less of a lot of these things than ever before. But there is a hyper-awareness of them now. 
that you didn't used to have. What, two lifetimes ago, three lifetimes ago, news traveled very, very slow. I mean, by horse. Uh, and it took a long time to get the news that a war was going on in another part of the world, and by then it could have been ended. It took a long time for news to travel about a disease going through or crime or things like that. So there's actually literally less of these things than there used to be, but there's more awareness. You hear about it faster. You're inundated with it uh, all the time, all the time, uh, watching the news and listening to it. I mean, and, and yes, it is tough. I mean, first of all, it happens instantaneously. Uh, the news traveling to you, uh, and no longer with the the old sources that you went to for news, but now anybody with a cell phone is a reporter. Right. Uh, you you take a, a photo, you add a little editorial to it, and uh, any war right now, you're there uh, in the moment uh, that it's taking place. But in the planet right now is a tough one, and that's that's mass consciousness is going to be the hardest thing to deal with. Dealing with yourself will become easy. It used to be the other way around. It was easier to deal with the outside world than the, than the, uh, than the inside, but that's going to change. On the planet right now, you have, uh, you have the war uh, going, many wars, but uh, in particular the one right now uh, with the occupation of Ukraine. And it's gotten to the point, it's very, very stressful because it's gotten to the point where there's there's talk of potential uh, nuclear weapons being used. Uh, it's a lot of saber rattling, but that doesn't make it any easier on the nerves, on mm. the mind. Uh, so you've got that situation. It's very uh, explosive in a way, uh, potentially literally. explosive, yeah, literally, of what could happen. And again, shut up if you think I'm taking sides. I'm looking at the overall energies of what's happening within a huge power vortex, we've had to go in and pull a bunch of chambra from that power vortex, if you know what I mean. They got all caught up in it and forgot, stand behind the short wall. Don't get out your, your armament and jump into that power vortex. Uh, I take no sides, but I make brilliant observations about yes, it. Yes, you do. No, I do. Uh, you do. It was right here back months and months ago where we did a special session right. uh, that uh, I didn't come up with the title, actually. Uh, Calder did, but it was called Saint or Satan. Mm -hmm. And just a few days ago, President Putin basically accused the West of being Satan. So um, I, I was brilliant in, in the discussion, but now it's being used the other way around, that the rest of the world is Satan. And that's a big part of the power of vortex. It's, it's using old religious rhetoric. It's using old evil against uh, good and right. uh, anything it can. It, it's, that power of vortex is getting nastier and nastier. Uh, and it's using anything it can. If, if it can use uh, the, the Satan against God or the angels, it will. If it can use masculine against feminine, it will. It can use uh, poor against the rich at will. It's sucking in everything it possibly can. And as I said, it's explosive. It could blow at any minute or alt. And this is where we stop ah. for a moment. Stop for a moment. There are alts in this. You might just see one path that it's going on, but this is where you hit the alt button. And 
I know you and Calder aren't real big about doing making little devices to sell to Chambra, but I think an alt button would be a really good one. All right. Yeah. Oh, Let's I can tell it. you're not excited. <laughs> a little alt button. Why Stop. not? It's a reminder. Hit, hit the alt button in your reminder. own life, uh, or or you know, even when you're looking at world affairs. Right. Uh, there's the alt button. There's a very good chance of it being a highly explosive, destructive situation right now in the power vortex, but Chambra. Boom! Hit the alt button. Shine your light. There are other potentials. There are some brilliant potentials I don't want to get into right now, but there are some brilliant potentials that would not be obvious to most humans right now for the resolution for this power vortex now to basically collide with itself. Uh, I'm giving some hints here. It collides with itself and then it self-destructs. You see, the power vortex is made up of human consciousness energies Mm. right now, specifically around the subject of of power. But humans are really good at self-destructing within themselves. You know, they they eat themselves up. They they go to battle with themselves. They self-destruct. This power vortex could, in the alt, could self-destruct and then convert all those energies back to natural energies that are in service to those who are ready for the energies to be in service. But I digress. So in the world right now, you look at the economy. Uh, it's going up and down and up it's and wild. down and down, 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 and then yeah, a little bit up. It's wild. I mean, it's crazy right now. Uh, and it makes it very difficult to stay. You turn on the news and suddenly you see another day the, the Dow Jones fell 500 points. That's nothing compared to... Uh, days where it falls a thousand points, and you wonder, how is this all going to end? Are we all going to starve to death? Is there going to be global chaos, economic ruin for everyone? And there are there are conspiracy sites and conspiracy people that would like you to believe so, and they feed into that. And it's like, yes, we're doomed. It's the end. This is uh, apocalyptic. It was uh, said so in Revelations, which it never did, uh, <laughs> and. and they they connect dots that aren't ever meant to connect, but they try anyway. You look at it and uh, on the planet, and we just got through most of COVID. As I said a long time ago, it would uh, last for a long time. All right, it was my one big mistake, but uh, it, it it it's now pretty much coming to an end. It is. That's not a prediction. It's. Uh, no, people just don't care anymore, so it's going to go relatively go away. You've got COVID, you've got diseases and everything else. It's overwhelming. Why stay on the planet? Overwhelming. The weather, the weather, the hurricanes, the, oh, the, the droughts, the floods, the earthquakes. Uh, earthquakes. Be careful saying that here. Uh, <laughs> the earthquakes and everything else. And it's overwhelming. You, you add all these together, you watch, uh, what, 15 minutes of the news, it sounds like a terrible place. It sounds awful. But that's where, boom, 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 you hit that alt button. When you hit that alt button, you're also sending a light, a signal out to the planet that there are other ways to do this. Now, they may or may not go along with it, but there are other ways to do it. And just with the weather, for instance, there are those who are talking about we've ruined the the, the planet, uh, you know, and they get they kind of get a weird kick out of saying that. Oh, yeah, we've ruined the planet, or uh, the young ones today blaming it on you. 
I mean, not you personally, but on the older your generation, you've ruined the planet. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, it's because Gaia is leaving. And yes, these things add in, and there's, there's more uh, pollution on the planet. There has been in a long time, but there's been times on the planet where the pollution levels have been much, much, much higher as a result of things like uh, volcanoes and other uh, fires that consume the planet. We'll go back to the time after Atlantis fell. That was a bad time. I mean, the, the, the whole surface of the planet was on fire. I mean, a lot worse than things are now. But what people don't recognize is that, no, it's Gaia leaving. Could you imagine if every tree hugger and every greenpeacer on the planet was to suddenly realize, oh, we have to stop pointing fingers and blaming others and uh, saying that uh, people are awful and they're polluting. Yeah, there's pollution. I'm, I'm not denying that. But if they realize what's really happening, Gaia is leaving. Oh, let's take responsibility for the planet. Let's stop pointing fingers at everybody. And let's say, hey, people, let's wake up and realize this paradise is ours. Now let's clean it up. Let's do, let's do the part, but take responsibility. No longer pushing it. Gaia is tired of pushing stuff off on her uh, because it's your responsibility now. But back to the point. You look at the planet and you say, this is one messed up place. Uh, it's really actually, no, you're just more aware of it than ever before. But there is one thing that is much worse than it ever was on the planet. And that's mental imbalance. Oh, mental yeah. imbalance. That's true. And it's not talked about much in the news. Uh, there's, there's a drug epidemic on the planet. Uh, people are using drugs for whether it's recreation, entertainment, uh, addiction. Pain relief is becoming the new big one in, in the addiction uh, dictionary. Uh, pain, uh, the relief of pain. Pain's there for a reason. That's to say you're kind of taken the wrong way. Go over this way. But people are, are now uh, dosing and doping themselves yeah, yeah. with the pain medications. And, uh, but what's really not being talked about a lot is the, the mental drugs, the antidepressants, mm -hmm. the anti-anxiety. And these are being doled out in alarming quantities. You go into the doctor's office for a runny nose, and they'll prescribe an antidepressant for you. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not too much. What's really happening on the planet right now that you're feeling more than anything that's uh, affecting everyone is this mental imbalance. People don't like talking about it. Uh, they, don't, uh, they, they don't know how to talk about it, uh, is a better way of stating it. Uh, psychology on the planet right now is is generations and generations behind really being able to address the issues of what's going on. Uh, psychology has made some strides, but it still tends to be Freudian based. It still tends to be processing, uh, and it's not doing much good right now with those who have mental imbalance. So we have a real issue on the problem on the planet right now with the mental imbalance, mm -hmm. and right now, based on the trajectory that uh, the global mind is going, I, I don't see it getting a lot better. Really? No, no. They say COVID made it worse. Uh, COVID made it worse to uh, to uh, to some degree. Uh, 
to some degree, it helped with some people. They had more time by themselves, but that was a minority. Most people having more time by themselves drove them nuts. Right. They needed to externalize. They needed to be in the uh, regimen of going to a job every day and working certain hours and griping about it and coming Social home and yeah. you know. But uh, but some actually used it to their, their to their benefit. But uh, that's the real issue that I see is the mental imbalance on the planet and the thing that makes it difficult sometimes to stay. You know, I say you look at the news and you see things that uh, that are depressing and sad and shocking and you wonder sometimes uh, what, what kind of barbarians are humans. Yeah. Uh, but there's actually a little bit less of that than ever before percentage-wise. Mm. You're just more aware of it. The real issue right now, the mind and mental imbalance. And what, what potential solutions are there? Uh, somebody having you – know, take, take a look. Uh, it's been stated that half of the population on the planet has a degree, uh, to a, a degree worth noting of mental imbalance, a degree th- that to cause concern. I'd say the percentage is much higher. We're talking probably about 75 to 78 percent of the people on the planet have a degree of mental imbalance that should cause concern. Wow. Yeah, and the other, uh, the other maybe twenty percent or so just aren't bright enough to realize that they have uh, issues in the in the mind. I mean, no, I'm serious. They're they're uh, immune to to it because they're not operating with a lot of uh, consciousness. That's depressing. Yes, it is. It's very depressing. So, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, well, what what is being done is uh, uh, more medications. And more of counseling, but I even look at the counseling, and, and it's all a lot of it, not all of it, is dictated by insurance or governments that say you're allocated this much time. And, uh, you know, how can, you, how can somebody who's on the verge of uh, suicide uh, come into the psychologist or the psychiatrist's office? Okay, you've got one hour to get over that. Uh, it, it just is. It's like a manufacturing process, the whole psychological industry right now, and it gives some temporary relief, but ultimately no real answers. Uh, that's more of my concern and perhaps the most difficult thing about staying on the planet. I mean, you could say that the psychological imbalances, the mind imbalances, are the thing causing wars and causing the power vortex. and causing things like hunger and disease. And that would be a fairly accurate statement. Wow. Uh, but, but ultimately, the, the hardship about staying here is mental imbalance. Uh, and you know it from dealing with others, that, uh, that sometimes you're like, how do you even get through? Uh, how do you even relate to them? Uh, they're, on a, they're on a kind of a dimensional uh, plane uh, that's very mental when you're getting off that plane of of the mental. So it's an interesting dilemma on the planet right now, which leads to exactly what we're doing, mm. uh, what we're doing here in the alt series, what we're doing with Shamba right now, going beyond the mind. Now, 
It's a funny one because uh, we talk about going beyond the mind, and the mind jumps in and says, "Good, we're going to go beyond the mind." But the mind is also saying, "No, no, we're we're really not. We're going to pretend we're going beyond the mind from within the mind, but we ain't going nowhere." However, that's kind of old. That's kind of like yesterday, with the mind being in command. The mind has has had the uh, king's throne for a long time. And the mind put up with a lot of the nonsense uh, that you came up with, uh, but but eventually the mind shut it down. Was pretty good at shutting it down and said, "You're just delusional. You're just making things up. You're just dissatisfied with your life. So we'll let you play this little game of whatever it is. Your diversions and distractions. Your spiritual journey. But uh, the king is going to stay in the throne, and the mind." has domain over everything or dominion over everything. But a funny thing happened. When you were trying to go beyond the mind and you were so committed to your own journey, uh, breaking out, breaking through, bringing divinity into this reality, and you didn't let off of that. You didn't, you didn't let the mind uh, pull you back in. Once in a while it did, but not all the time. And eventually, eventually the mind realized that actually you are right. There is much more. You could say the mind took a look at itself and did a did a self assessment. Oftentimes, when you were deep asleep at night, and the mind, the mind surveyed itself. And the mind said, "You know, uh, I am this wonderful, powerful thing." Uh, that sits on top of the, the shoulders of the human. And by the way, when I'm talking about the mind here, I'm talking about both the, the brain and the mind. They're kind of they're together. I mean, and I know that in the languages that you have, there's kind of a difference. The brain is this goo on top of your head. The mind is something different. Nobody knows how to describe or define. They, they just work together. It's the mental nature of your being that I'm speaking of. That runs through the process of your mind. But this mind brain took a look at itself, mostly in dream state, but you felt the effects outside of dream state. And it looked at itself and said, Well, I'm a lot of I'm a lot of neurons, I'm a lot of electrical pulses, I'm a lot of cells and molecules, and I have what humans call these different lobes of the mind and and the mind, the mind which loves to manage things, uh, and Calder was going to say control, but it's actually managing. Mind loves to manage, and the mind loves to feel that it is superior to everything. But the mind took a look around the house of the mind, of the mental, I looked around and said, Boy, I have a lot of neurons, but it's limited. The mind said, I have a lot of uh, communications going out to, to nerves throughout the body, but even those are limited. The mind said, I have a lot of thoughts. And I could actually make up more thoughts, but even the thoughts are limited because, you know, as I try to make up more thoughts in my mind brain, they're all kind of the same after a while. I actually haven't had a new thought in a long time. It's just rehash. Of the old thoughts. 
And the mind took a really depressing look around, and this has been within the last couple years for Shambra, and said, You know, I'm pretty limited. And I really can't grow much more, uh, not just in size, but in mental capacity. I could study, you know, history books, and I could study physics, and uh, I can study even the arts, but it's just kind of gotten to be all the same. So what if I can recite more facts and figures, or use bigger words, or automatically? Add complex uh, calculations in my in my mind. So what? It's pretty limited, and it's in a way kind of depressing. And you felt it. Maybe you didn't have these exact thoughts, but you felt the mind at some level going, "Oh, geez, do I really want just more of the same old thing?" I'm having boring spaghetti every night. Do I just want more boring spaghetti, a bigger portion every night? Or do I want to step back and see what happens? And then the mind being the mind said, Hell no. I'm in charge here. We're going to keep going, doing what we do. Uh, Some outside force is trying to, to get me off track here. I need to stay in control. I need to manage this thing. I need to sit in the king's throne, and I'm never going to be misdirected again. I'm never going to have these thoughts again that I'm limited. That was just something on the outside. It, it, was, um, it has to be some evil force uh, trying. I'm going to be in more command than ever before. I'm going to tighten this ship up, and we're not going to have any more of these thoughts of uh, some spiritual journey, and we're not going to have these thoughts of other dimensions. That's all a bunch of hooey, and we're just not going to do it. That's when you hit the wall, I don't know, a year ago, six months ago, last week, because you can feel the compression coming back in again. You can feel the mind saying, "Uh uh-uh, no, we're not going to be fooled. Because within the mind, the mind controls their safety. We can manage things, and we can disregard what we don't need, and we could filter out the other things. And but it's it's the mind. That's that's the the me, the me. And then the mind went chugging along a little bit further, and it started to get tired. Uh, it started to get real tired. And the mind thought, well, I'm just having to work overtime because of all this delusion and distraction that my human self was going through. Uh, but it got more and more tired, more worn down, and it started thinking, it actually is kind of boring in here, in my mind. It's kind of limited, and it's just, God, this is the same story retold a million different ways. And then the mind said, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to. I'm going to make my mind bigger, better. I'm going to uh, do some clearing out of things, and uh, I'm going to create some new construction. I'm going to create new parts of my mind, just kind of like you'd add on to an old, old, outdated plant, and then you add on to it. The mind said, I'm going to add on. So it tried to. Uh, it, it tried very hard to, particularly when you were in dream state. It said, okay, first of all, flush out some of the old stuff. but." It's not really good at that. The mind doesn't let go. 
Uh, it tried to. It got rid of a few little things, but not much. And then it tried to make itself even more magnificent. Bigger mind, better memory, sharper wit. Uh, it tried to, tried to be smarter than it ever had been before. And a funny thing happened. It failed miserably. It failed miserably because it was using very outdated, you could say, technology, uh, very outdated thought forms to make itself even bigger and better. It absolutely failed. It was embarrassing. It was terrible. And you might have felt it in your life. It just didn't work. And at that point, not so very long ago, the mind being tired and worn out, as you probably are aware of, the mind being kind of boring and staid and dull, the mind finally said, Okay, I'll back away. I'll get off the king's throne here. I'll move aside. I'm not going to leave completely, but I'm going to move aside here. I'm going to move over a bit and see what happens. My mind said, I'm going to keep a very close eye on it, but I'm going to see what happens if I just kind of step out of the way. And that's where we're at right now. That's alt that's going beyond the mind that is allowing. So all this time the mind could feel this pressure on it, and it didn't like it. Allowing. That's evil. That's uh, terrible. It's, we don't allow. We control. We manage. We keep things in order. But we don't allow. What? Allow what? It felt this pressure. It felt this, uh, this kind of uh, uh, this vortex coming in. It didn't like it. It felt you allowing, opening up to all that you are. The mind trying to say, oh, this doesn't work. This allowing, it's a bunch of nonsense. Or the mind try, tried to say, I'll let you allow a little bit, but only as much as it's safe, because you know, you've screwed up a lot in the past. And if we do open allowing, uh, this whole ship is going to sink. So the mind said, I'll allow a little allowing, but that's it. Just to appease you, just to you know, kind of make the human uh, happy. But the mind finally realized that it was worn out. It's time it come. It needed something else. And it was through your allowing that created this opening that got the mind off of the king's throne so you could now take your rightful place. Not your mind. Your mind's going to stay over here, over here, and you're going to take your rightful place. It's going to be a little weird at first because you're not necessarily used to it. You're used to the mind telling you what to do and not to do, the mind doing its qualia, constant association with other things uh, to create the picture of reality. The mind also does a very interesting thing. It composites everything. And when I say composites, what it does, it takes little fragments here and 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 puts them together in what appears to be a single unified picture, vision, experience. But you know, 
the, the sound that hits your ears and, and the sights that hit your eyes, they don't occur at the same time. The mind pieces them together. Uh, the, you don't perceive uh, an entire reality landscape. Your mind sees it in – your mind initially perceives it and gets it in slivers and slices and, uh, and parts of puzzle pieces that don't necessarily match. But the mind has this phenomenal ability to take even things that don't match and go into place together, pieces of the puzzle uh, with, with uh, parts that don't interlock or colors that don't even match. A puzzle, piece of the puzzle that should be over here on that side of the puzzle, but it puts it over here. And the mind can do that, mm. put it together, but it's not real. It's trickery, uh, a trickery of the mind. The ability to, to composite things. And the mind has been very good at that. So what happens when the mind goes over to the side? It's still there. It's still functioning, but not controlling. What happens when you're now back on the throne? You, the I Am, the Divine Being is back on the throne. Well, it's going to scare the hell out of you at first. Reality gets very blurry, if not uh, disjointed, because your natural state is not to try to put all these different sequences or, or dots together in a, in a unified picture. The common ability is to see all the various layers and levels, to perceive them, not, not just to see them, to perceive various layers and levels that are occurring simultaneously, sometimes in sync, sometimes out of sync. doesn't matter. That's your natural state. Hmm. But it's also the natural state of when your energy is flowing the best. We've talked a lot in Kihak about flow. The mind doesn't flow. The mind, uh, the mind constructs and limits, uh, but it doesn't really have a natural ease and flow to it. So these things start kind of going away. And at times reality is very blurry. Uh, at times you will feel like you may, you're going to pass out. You're going to just uh, – you could be sitting there doing nothing or – uh, taking a walk, and you suddenly feel like, whoa, we we're just going to, you're going to pass out. Have, have you had the feeling ever? Yeah, like right now. Like right now. <laughs> yeah, that's just because I'm here. <laughs> but uh, don't be concerned and don't, don't over grip. I mean, realize what's happening. Take a deep breath and let it open up. You're not going to pass out. You're, you're going into, you're passing into other realities, other realms. And there's a very good case to be made for saying, well, why not just stay in this realm? Why not be perfect in this realm? Wouldn't, wouldn't life be good? Well, first of all, you can't be perfect in this realm, and it's not the goal. You'll fail miserably, like the mind has failed miserably in trying to make itself bigger and better. The real desire is to come back to your natural state, which is multidimensional, which is alt. The ability to be here right now uh, for Kaldra to be here in this room with, with uh, other people with cameras and lights and Belle over here, of course. Um, let's get a shot of Belle. It's, uh, she hasn't gotten any attention so no. far. So, no, Belle is here. She's so special. 
You know, the interesting thing about dogs, speaking of alternative realities, Belle is going to be there to greet Caldra. I'm just using him as an example. She's going to be there to greet him when he crosses over to the other side. Even if she's still here on Earth, even if he goes first, I'm not. This is not a prediction. This is Thank just you. an example. Uh, Belle's going to be there to greet him, even if she's here. And you say, well, but she's she's on Earth. How can she do that? She doesn't have a problem with being multidimensional. Dogs don't. They can they can be there to greet you, even if they're still back on Earth, mourning, you know, like watching over your dead body at your funeral. They go back and forth. Because their mind doesn't restrict them, uh, and cats too. Well, cats if they want to, dogs will, but cats only if they want to. So, they're they're already doing that. Uh, you know, there's a there's a line in the the song, uh, in the movie for Wizard of Oz, um, line in the song, uh, birds fly over the rainbow. Why oh why can't I? Mm. Dogs traverse, and sometimes cats, to the other realms all the time. It's very natural for them. They don't go way off into the other realms because they always kind of want to hang around close to their to, to you, the human. But yeah, birds fly over the rainbow. Why, oh why can't you? But the fact is you can. And the fact is the barrier up until now has been the mind saying, no way. You can pretend you're flying over the rainbow. You can even sing songs about it, but eh, you're going to stay right here. But now we come to the point in Alt where we can fly over the rainbow. You can be on this side and that side of the rainbow. You can be aware of only one side, or you can simultaneously be aware of both sides. Mm. And again, you asked the, the brilliant question before, Linda, why? What's the benefit? What's the good? Because you're returning back to your natural state. And in your natural state, that is more intuitive. It's nost. It's your intelligence rather than intelligence. Mm-hmm. The answers to your issues are already there. As a human, you haven't really had access to it. You had to figure it out in your mind, and oftentimes you came up short. What am I going to do about this? What am I going to do? I want to buy a house. I want to get a car. I want to. I need this. I need that. And you struggled then in your mind. You battled. You negotiated. Uh, you you pleaded. You, then you beat up on yourself when it didn't work. As in alt, all the answers are there. It's just a matter of bringing it back in. So as Merlin said, you go out the right door, whether it's in your dream states, whether you're going uh, uh, go out the left, left door, door. Sorry, uh, dream state or imagination or just your reality base, and you're out there. You're in the other realms. At first, they don't make any sense, or you're going to even question: Do they exist? Because you're still used to mind and mental interpretation, mental c- compositing to create a reality. When you do it enough, you go out there and you suddenly realize that you're coming back to a natural sense. Uh, you're coming back to where you don't have to do qualia association. You don't have to do mental com- compositing of pictures to create a reality. And suddenly you realize, I'm on both sides of the river. Mm. I'm in both realms. 
I'm a master. I'm a human. I'm in this 3D. I'm out there. And hey, I got an issue going on here in the 3D. Uh, my body hurts all the time. Whereas before you'd have gone through it in your mind and you'd have said, "Okay, I need to take some medications or uh, I need to soak in hot water, or whatever." But now you go out there, you go out the left door, and now you're in both at one time. You're here and you're there. Out there in those realms are all the answers to everything, and they're your answers. They're nobody else's. There's not some uh, council of answers out there, and there's not. Uh, uh, in an answer bank, it's your answers. They're already there. They might be in the past. They might be in the future. But actually, they're in neither because there is none out there. It just is. And suddenly you realize that you have the answer and you can bring it back in through the right door. It's a beautiful analogy that Merlin did, but basically saying you're going to go out one way and not try to come back in the same way because you'll forget. So you come back in the new way. You come back in what we're calling the right door. You're bringing that back with you, but you might not have immediate conscious awareness of what it is. You'll feel something. I know it's there. Just be good with that. Don't stress over it. Don't, don't try to make it happen. And suddenly you, you are going to reinitiate your intuitive intelligence that has has been squashed or put out by the the mind, the brain, who's now sitting over there. See, see where it got it? And suddenly you just know. Suddenly you just know. And a caution on this is, mm-hmm. it's never repeatable. You're not gonna you're not gonna do things the same way every time you go out the door and come back in the door. And the next time you go out looking for answers to perhaps a new pain that's come up in your body, don't try to replicate. Don't try to do it the same way. That's the way your mind did it. That's the way it always had to have its. Um, everything had to be repeatable for it to be true. Mm. Now you go out there, and don't expect to get the same answers or go to the same place mm. for the same answers. Basically. This is, yeah. I'm gonna wait on that. We're gonna do Morab right now. Oh. So let's take a good deep breath. Yes, there's a lot to talk about in this alt series. We're just starting, but let's actually do an experience right now. In the mind. In the mind. Let's take a deep breath as uh, we play some music. For this beautiful Morab. Oh, for so very long the the mind has been in charge, and you know, let's never look at that as a bad thing, because it gave you a hell of an experience on this planet. Uh, and you say, "Well, that's like how long it took, how many lifetimes, how many sufferings." But you come to realize it hasn't been that long at all. It gave you a hell of an experience of immersing into. A reality, a biology. The experience you've had here as a human has given you the ability to embody, not just in biology, not just into stardust or whatever it happens to be, 
It's given you the ability to embody within yourself, and that's priceless. To embody within yourself prior to ever coming into physical body. You were neither air or ethereal. Some would say, well, I was spirit. What does that mean? What does that mean? You were not embodied. You were the I am. You were energy, but it wasn't coalesced. It wasn't brought together. In other words, you are all all over the place. <laughs> this experience in biology and ultimately in the mind has allowed you to become embodied within yourself, identifying you and ultimately be able to identify consciousness and energy. Prior to the physical experiences on this planet, it was very difficult to really understand yourself from the inside, to understand your own consciousness even. There wasn't an understanding of consciousness. There wasn't even a concept of consciousness as you now know it. There was the I am, I exist, but there was no understanding even of your own energy. You knew there was something there. You didn't call it energy. You didn't embody in it. You didn't use it uh, in your life. It was just something that was there. And you know, all throughout creation, there are soul beings who are looking for, you could say, identity, but not in not in a human sense, not in a human identity, but well, it's who am I? What is this thing that they don't know how to define? We now call consciousness and energy. Who am I? Your experiences in this human body, as painful as it is at times, and in the human mind, as restricted as it was for so very, very long, it allowed you to embody within yourself. That doesn't mean physical or mental. It means to bring yourself together. To be able to actually be conscious of your consciousness. To actually be mindful of yourself. To actually have sensory and sensual feelings that could only come from being in the physical form. Your mind understood that when it did its survey of itself, mind mapping itself. You know, some nights you'd wake up, or some mornings you'd wake up from a long night and wonder what the hell had happened because you wake up tired and exhausted and not particularly happy and you just you didn't want to go back to sleep because that was exhausting but you didn't want to stay awake either you didn't know what to do that's where the mind mapped itself and 
It was actually, it was actually cued or forced, not forced, but cued or encouraged to take a look at itself by, by you, by the Master. When you were able to start calling yourself a Master, and that embodiment started to become real, that Master, it went to, it went to the mind. And with great compassion and care, I said, Mind, you really need to take a careful look here. You've controlled things. You've sat on the crown or on the throne for a long time. Uh, not that throne, the royalty throne. You've sat on the throne for a long time. You need to take a good look at yourself because you see, you're blocking the way. And as Master, even I can't move you out of the way because uh, you come right back. I don't have the right to do that because you're still busy playing the game, but take a good look at yourself. You experienced a lot of this in your nighttime, but also in your waking state. Call it what you want, self-assessment, taking a look at what goes on in the mind and the brain. And you know, it was fun for me, Adamas, to watch all this to observe what was happening with you and to observe the shifts that were taking place, to observe when the mind came back and screaming and roaring, oh, this is all a trick. Somebody's trying to, trying to play a trick or we're being hypnotized. And no, it was the mind trying to make its last stand. But it finally said, you're right, this is limited. And even for me, the mind, the greatest of all things, human, this is no fun anymore. We're just repeating and repeating. We're pretending it's a brighter shade of red, but it's still red, isn't it? We're pretending that uh, you know we're we're more clairvoyant and more intuitive and psychic than ever, but it's still just mind bullshit. That's when the mind said. I'll move over. Not sure what I'm doing here, I'll, but I'm going to move over. And you know, there were these overtones the whole time of your allowing that were causing this to happen. And they weren't mental. They weren't mental nudges or pushes or overtones. They were coming from the Master coming from your soul. So the mind has the mind has now taken a seat over there. Still be part of your everyday life, but the mind is taking a back seat. And what comes next? And that's what we're going to be experiencing, talking about going through in Kihak and here in the Shouds. The mind, the mind, it, it's relaxing now. Let's take a deep breath and feel into this beautiful story, beautiful picture that's taking place right now. Step back from yourself for a moment. 
be the observer of yourself. You're sitting there or laying there, whatever you're doing. And the mind saying, I'll, I'll step aside. This is huge. Huge. It's not happening to many people around the planet. This is not a global thing that's happening. This is happening with Chambra right now. If you're here listening to this now, or what you would call your future, or if you've already listened to it in the past, then it applies to you. I ask you now just to feel and observe what's going on now as the mind does its shift, opens the, the doorways. It affects the body, yes. It, it also will affect the body because the mind has controlled the body and also limited the light body integration into the physical. Feel what's happening right now. It's funny because, in a way, you kind of look over to the mind. Well, tell me what's happening, and the mind is like, "Uh, uh-uh, this is yours. You've asked for this, so I'm staying out of it." Feel on an intuitive level what's happening right now. There's nothing to be afraid of. Not that you were, but the mind was. Nothing to be afraid of, nothing to hold back on. I ask you to feel into how gentle and graceful this is, whatever it is. Don't worry about defining it right now, but how gentle and graceful it is. And the mind sitting over there is wondering, hmm, I wonder if anything is really happening, but you know. You don't need the mind to validate you anymore. You do not need the mind to validate you anymore. That should go up on the home page of the website. And you don't necessarily even uh, need a physical reaction right now to what's taking place, because that was all associated with the mind who's now sitting over there. I step back and feel. And the word, the biggest word I'd use to describe it is just a gentleness returning. But there's so much more happening. But a gentleness. If the mind were trying to manage this, which it's not, it'd be a bunch of fireworks and all sorts of um, intense feelings. It's not. What's coming to the chair now, to the throne of your human divine self, is is your divinity, 
and it's very, very gentle. Take a good deep breath and feel into what's happening right now. We're not forcing anything. We don't need to. We're not trying to manipulate energies. There's no need. If the mind was still blocking the way, perhaps we would feel the necessity to force, to push. But the mind is over there. What happens now is very gentle. talked before about your dogs, pets or whatever. You see, they already kind of have this. They, they're not soul beings. They've always had this pathway open. The mind, their minds didn't dominate. They've had this ability to, to have this opening, to be in the other realms and here all at the same time. And then, as you will learn to do, just like a dog, <laughs> you'll learn that you no longer differentiate between this realm and another. It's not just 3D. It's not going off into another realm. It's all the same. It's happening simultaneously. We don't need to even at some point traverse through doors or anything like that. We're doing that now just to get you back into your natural state, but a dog like Belle, well, it's no difference. It's not different realms. There's no segmentation. There's no doorways. It's all right there. All right there. See, Belle is right now. She's both here and there, and she doesn't see a difference. She doesn't say, I'm on this side or that side of the fence. It's all one great big meadow for her. And by no means am I saying dogs are better or brighter. I'm just using the example that, that they are in all realms at all times. Now imagine what you can do. This is where we're going in. It's a monumental shift. And ultimately, it has other implications that I, as St. Germain, talked about in the Dream of the Merlin, Heaven's Cross. As you are opening into the other realms right now within your personal life, realms that have answers that are there instantly, realms that have more potentials, more creativity, right there, right here. It's now beginning to open the dimensional doorways, what we call Heaven's Cross. Other humans won't be aware of it for a while, but it's a direct result of what we're doing here, access 
for this planet, for humanity, into what lies beyond. What we're doing here right now in this Marab, we can do any time. It's it's an it's an allowing is what it is. It's acknowledging and understanding the mind has stepped aside and now the divinity, the master that you've always been, it it takes the throne. There's going to be times when it feels very wobbly, times when you want to <laughs> ask the mind to step back in and manage things, times when it seems confusing because now you're in alt-reality, mental and non-mental. But understand that this is all a natural process. We'll continue talking about it in our shouts in this series. So to make this transition as gentle as possible, as easy as possible. But for now, just take a deep breath and allow. It was never possible to get beyond the mind from within the mind. It took the mind having to take a look at itself and say, it's time for me to step back. Let's take a good deep breath here in Shout One of the Alt series. And yes, in answer to the question that some of you have, not in your minds, but in your in your true self. When you go out there right now, when we're multi-dimensional, and you're in this flow, there is this thing called new energy. New energy, and that's one of the things we'll start bringing back, new energy. We have a long way to go, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. With that, it is always a delight to be here with each and every one of you. And as we're getting into this whole new phase of the work, remember that all is well in all of creation. Thank you. And so, with that, let's take the good deep breath. Really let yourself feel into it and allow. So much to open up to. This is just the launch of Alt. Really take some good deep breaths of allowing and be with you. Breathing. Flowing and allowing. Be with that good deep breath. Really just take time for you. It's a very special time when we open up like this, each of us. So stay with that good deep breath as we close out this first shout of Alt. Thank you for being a part of this very special time. Thank you.